You have 24 minutes. You have 24 minutes, the podcast from 24 Hour Nation. 24 Hour Nation's website, podcasts, and seminars will introduce you to nighttime thought leaders who can help you help your city be safer, more dynamic, and more respectful at night. We also share global news, reports, and educational opportunities that could benefit nighttime influencers in American cities. In addition, 24 Hour Nation presents new and intriguing things to see and do at night in top USA destinations. My name is Randall White, host and curator for 24 Hour Nation. Find us online at 24hournation.com and on social media at 24 Hour Nation. Today, we spend 24 minutes with Anjani Triloki, coordinator of the hosts program for the city of Amsterdam in the Netherlands. As U.S. cities are looking for solutions to deter crime and reduce noise complaints, a street ambassador program in nightlife districts might be a valuable component. Without the costs of enforcement, these trained workers become the eyes and ears of the city. Learn more about Amsterdam's hosts and be reminded of a major difference between the Netherlands and the States as we spend 24 minutes with Anjani Triloki. Amsterdam's host program started in 2015, in the summer, as a way to protect the tourists in the um, area of Remrandplein, because there we have the clubs, the restaurants, and the bars. It's a way for the city to have eyes and ears in the area, to give the hospitality to the tourists, so people can ask questions, but also to tell people, like, don't pee in here, don't drink alcohol on the streets. So they're not police, they're not enforcement, but they are primarily hospitality hosts. And what inspired the idea? Is this the first time that you're aware of that any city has kind of launched a program like this? Or I think, I think they are the first, because also Amsterdam is our principal city. So um, we have the most tourists in the Netherlands. If you go to Rotterdam or The Hague uh, in the evenings, only the local people are there. But in Amsterdam, we always have tourists. And I'm going to ask a question related to that. When the host program started, was there a problem that inspired the host? Was there a problem the hosts solved? Yeah, so without the host, people could drink, cause trouble, make noise. And it's not always necessary to have police there with hard violence. You can also have people telling them, hey, like it's not uh, allowed to drink here. It's not allowed to pee. Uh, you can go to the toilet there. Uh, but sometimes people, like Amsterdam is known for drugs, but people take drugs on the streets from the drug dealers. And if they, yeah, if it goes bad, just is lying on the floor. And it, it's a lot of like problems like that in the city. And now we have eyes and ears there to help. Sure. And you said this has been in operation since 2015. Is this a program of the city of Amsterdam? Yeah. All right. And so the, the foundation that helps us is called uh, Stichting Aanpak Overlast Amsterdam. And it says Foundation Approach Newlands Amsterdam. So they're uh, helping us with young people, but also with uh, the party people. It's like an initiative of the city of Amsterdam. But with the help of this foundation. Yeah. 
All right. And that, is that the foundation I, I read about? That's uh, it says it's S-A-O-A. Yeah. All right. All right. Yes. And um, so but that's separate from the city of Amsterdam. Yeah. They, OK, terrific. So what is your role with the hosts program? Yes. So I am the coordinator between the city uh, and the police and enforcement. I'm the first uh, person they contact when they need information or something changed. And I have contact with the, I don't even know how to say it. Businesses? It's like an agency people work for. So oh, they're, not in, they're not in contract with us, with a separate agency. And um, I'm in contact with them. I look into the contracts. I look into their hours. I make sure everything goes run smoothly. And the SAOA, the... Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. They have their own team leaders and their own coordinator. And I'm in between those parties, the oh, police, enforcement, the city, and then SAOA. So truly coordinator. You're coordinating yeah. all of the various elements that have a role in the host program. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about these neighborhoods, the nightlife areas where the hosts work in Amsterdam. Yeah. What businesses are there? What's the history of the place? Tell yeah. us about that. So I think Plain is more of a nighttime place. Uh, all, people like to go to the Zwallegebied, but Remmerenplein is the place when we were younger to go clubbing, to go out, to go to bars, to have a little drink. A lot of people go to these areas for, uh, example, their bachelor nights to have a fun time. But when you come there, you're like, oh, it's really small, but it's like a really, because of course, the Netherlands is not that big, <laughs> but the area is really small, but it's like a, an, a square uh, with all kinds of, Restaurants, bars, and clubs. Very nice. And it's built in the, I think, 17th century. So it has like a like a true Amsterdam feeling. And so all, and it is, it is literally a square, a town square, yeah. if you will, with businesses all the way around, historical buildings and, yeah. and bars and clubs and restaurants and shops. Yeah, and people living above it. Living above. So, okay. And um, and then other areas. Is that That's not the only area, though, in Amsterdam? No, we have an, another square. It's called Light Supply. Um, people also go there to go to clubs and restaurants. And also there are people living above yeah. the businesses there. So part of the host's job, I would assume, then, is to make sure that people can have a good time, but they're not too they yeah. don't disturb. Yeah, so we also ha- we have different kinds of coordinators. Uh, we also have one is an area coordinator or the region coordinator. And she is uh, the contact for the people who live there and for the businesses. Ah. And they um, also help pay for the host um, because they want something from the host and they want us to help them. So we are all like a group of people and we help them and the people who live there, but also the businesses. Were you a host before you got uh, promoted? No. no. <laughs> no. You, didn't, you didn't get promoted to be coordinator. No, 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 no. So um, I used to work for human resources, like something completely different. But um, if you are a host, I don't think I have the patience to be a host because you have to be really good with people you uh, should have a little bit of authority. You should be calm, but you should also be strong and be able to handle people who drink or maybe have used drugs or something. So I've been, because um, I started in April just recently. And then in May, I did a, not a full shift, but I took one day to see what they were doing and how it's like. And it's really vibrant, but 
yeah, not everyone can be a host. And that's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Does, is your work week, you, you, you have what, Wednesdays off, right? No, I work from Monday till Thursday, but I keep my phone on on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, because they work then, and I I want to be available if something happens. Sure. But sometimes sure. we have some incidents, um, unfortunately, and I just want to know when it happens. Of course. Yeah. And so I'm always standby. Okay. And yeah. I, I remember reading earlier this year, there was a there was a plan to close one neighborhood, Wallen, because there were some nuisances, some tourists yeah. were making so, a lot of. What were the Americans doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think only the Americans. The the Brits are uh, the same. I think. I think here we are used to having longer hours in the clubs and going out, and I think they are just like, oh my god, we can drink, we can party like crazy. Also, we don't have the limit to be 21 to drink here. You can be 18. It used to be 16 even. Right. Um, so they're just like really drunk, I think, and really making noise, being unwell. And the people are, it's like if you live there and you have so much noise, you cannot sleep. Right. And so there was a plan to originally kind of close that neighborhood yeah. earlier, but they, they also um, already um, moved up the, the closing times. I see. Until two, it used to be later, and now it's until two. At all, all bars and yeah. ah, ah, yeah. so that is a new. And now they have sometimes meetings if if there are like football games, that's soccer here, <laughs> football right. games or whatever. Um, when they predict there will be a lot of uh, traffic going to the city, to maybe tell the shops to not sell alcohol in that day. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Just to kind of help keep things calm yeah. because I know how it can be in yeah. um, Europe with uh, with football. The yeah. <laughs> crowds can be fans. Crazy. Yes, mm -hmm. they can be. So who can be a host? I mean, who? what type of person are you? You talked a little bit about some yeah, of these so patients. We, we look for people who uh, you don't have to have like a high education, but you um, in the Netherlands, we have something is like lower than college, but after high school, if you um, did that, that's okay. You have to have experience with either hospitality or security. And then they are looking during the interviews, like, is this person able to do it? Do they have what it takes? And then during the first week, you get a hospitality training and uh, it's in, that's just called AHBO. It's like not to save people, but like the first eight Sure. Someone, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And all about what you can do, what you cannot do. Because as a host, we uh, don't carry weapons. Right. Ah, oh, okay. It's really different from enforcement and police. It's primarily to be our eyes and ears in the city, to bring hospitality, to give information, and to uh, firstly tell people to not drink here, to not um, make noise, to behave. <laughs> And to right. think about the people who live there. That's their first task. And people, these, this is a job. This is a part-time job. job. They get yeah. full-time, part-time. Um, in the Rembrandt area, they work 16 hours. Okay. And in the Wallegebied, they work uh, 23 hours. Oh, That's my. on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And so somebody, 
who is working for the city through this agency. I guess they help mm -hmm. help hire the people. Yeah. What, what's what's the process? Do people apply? Do our people recommend it? How do yeah. people become a host? So um, sometimes it's through uh, people already work for us, and then they tell them like we're so looking for people. We have the three agencies who source and uh, scout for us, and they uh, have the interviews with the SAOA. And when they're hired, they we have to do a screening through the city first. If you don't have a criminal background or something, if you're uh, allowed to work for us, for the city. And as soon as that is checked, mostly it's like a week or two, you can start and then you have your first trainings. And then after a week, you start in the area. Oh, really? So it's mm -hmm. that it's that quick. It's yeah, we, we need them. So we try to have them. As work. Within two weeks, it sounds like, yeah. from, from the time they're hired. Sometimes it takes a month, but if you have a clean, clean record, right. you get the certificate quicker. And the training includes what kind of training? You said first aid, so that if there's an emergency, they can kind of respond yeah. until there's professional first yeah. aid people. But what? Oh, they also, it's called uh, how to deal with um, aggression and violence. That's a complete training too. So they have to learn, like, if someone is really violent, what do you do? Do you uh, scream or do you just uh, stand back? Do you walk away? When to call the police? When to call enforcement? How do you react? And then just really, because that's the important part. And they have videos of when things went wrong, when people didn't do what they were supposed to do, um, and how quickly it can escalate. Are they wearing cameras? Do they wear video cameras to video? No. Okay. No. In the States, I think we call that active bystander training, where somebody um, knows how to interrupt or intercede mm -hmm. uh, when something's about to get troublesome, but they also know when not to. Yeah. We don't have um, weapons. Uh, they don't, for now, don't wear the, the fists. Right. The, I don't name it anymore. Um, so they have to be really careful. And sometimes things get a little bit scary. So we're in conversation now to be able to wear the vest for when people may have a knife or whatever. It can get dangerous and they okay. don't have a weapon. So you're you're saying that you may in the future wear a kind of an armored type vest yeah. because it can get that intense. But the rest of the time they're wearing something that says hopes. It's orange, right? They wear yeah. a bright orange. They wear a polo uh, with the pants and then firm shoes for their feet. And in the winter they have like a jacket or thermal clothes, and it's just like a normal uniform. Okay, and. Yeah. What is the management structure like? I mean, there sounds like there's a lot of agencies that have a role in the hosts, but you oversee team leaders yeah. or how so is that they, structured? The only thing the agencies do is to process their hours for their payments, but the evaluations for their uh, the way they work is through SAOA. And uh, each team, so the Remnant Plan and Wallachabi, they have their own team leaders. And they have two team leaders because they always work in a couple. I see. You can never be on the street by yourself. Okay. You always have to be with someone else. And so the team leaders also work with someone else. Above them is another coordinator and they are their kind of manager. 
And do they also, do the hosts also provide any kind of, what's their relationship with businesses, with the bars and the clubs? Do they go into the bars and clubs? Do they help? No, train? so we don't, we don't go into the clubs. Okay. If we see a fight in front of a club, um, they will call enforcement or the police. And we have the, the region coordinator. She has a relationship with the businesses. So they will tell her like, hey, um, we don't like this noise. We don't like the drug dealers. We don't like, we also have pit pockets. Is that the word? Uh, a lot recently because people were going out again um so right. they will tell her and then i do a briefing every week and then i take in everything uh the area coordinator tells me and so you probably are also looking at a lot of reports to help you yeah yeah so they uh everything they do like every street every hour they write in a, an application on their phones and then at the end of it i have like a report of between eight or 15 pages each oh day oh uh, and I times five and I have to read it every Monday and then I see what they have done it goes to several parties um to the police and my colleagues within the city and enforcement and they all can read it can any host who's working on the street contact the police or do they have to go through a, a manager can they contact somebody directly if they see they, a problem I think they can they all have the numbers but they always Talk about it with the team leader. Yeah. In in the states, there is this um, belief, right or wrong, that we need to see more police. We need to see more police officers. We need to see more police cars. In some cities, we need to see more police on horseback. The philosophy in Amsterdam seems to be: we don't. The police can sometimes. The presence of them can sometimes make people more uncomfortable. That's why we have the hosts. Is that accurate? Yeah. Sometimes it, it is. But I have to say, at the moment, within police and enforcement, we have less of uh, capacity. And we would like to see more of them. Also due to Corona, people, yeah, there's just less people. So we would like to see more police and more enforcement. Also more hosts, because we um, the aim is to have 80 hosts. And at the moment, we're still below 50. We like to see more, but it's true in the Netherlands when people see police, they're like, oh, <laughs> police. Yeah. Right, right. So maybe yeah. I need to come over there and work as a host. That would be a great <laughs> job, I think. So when, uh, when, when they're not on the street, when they're not working, are there meetings? Are there things, trainings that they continually? No, so the, the trainings are in like the, when you start as an introduction. And the host always have the briefing before their shift in their uh, own uh, little office. And then they go on the streets. Only the team leaders have like meetings. I see. But the host, their only jo uh, job is to be on the street. Okay. And, yes. and, and again, I'm really curious about the relationship between the hosts or their team leaders mm -hmm. and businesses. Do you all also provide training to businesses on how to interact with the hosts? No. Okay. There, okay. I was just curious. <laughs> yeah, so. no, they're, they're not trainings for the for the businesses. They always try because the businesses are like, oh, why don't you come in and help us here? But we have like a, a, a line in things we do and what we don't do. Um, and if they want something, they have to go to the area coordinator. Okay. Yeah. Well, I am talking with Anjani Triloki, which she's the coordinator of the host program for the city of Amsterdam. I have several links I will post along with your podcast. They're very long 
uh, URLs too long for me to go through, but uh, and one would need to have a, a browser that is able to translate from Dutch, which they all can do, and a very helpful and very good stories about the program. The value of the host program is legendary. You just told me you've got some visitors coming from Sweden. Is that correct? Yes, yes. in the end of September. Okay, because you've created something in Amsterdam that other cities want to model, and it's a good thing. What would you say to potential visitors, tourists from who are visiting Amsterdam at night? What do you enjoy most about it that we might also enjoy? I would say, if you think about Amsterdam or the Netherlands, I think we have the country with the best DJs in the world, music-wise. <laughs> Like Netherlands is known for, or either our soccer players or our DJs. Like house is a big thing here. Um, during the summer, we have so many uh, festivals with different types of music. If you come here, you should, you should go to one of the festivals. It's like a thing to, you should experience. But also we have like different sweet snacks, like stroopwafels. Uh, our licorice is really known here. Our fries, we have our Dutch fries. Um, and if you live here, we don't go to have marijuana or go to the red light districts to, to see them. So there's like really like things from people who yeah, come from different countries. All right. Well, but I would say music. That's like a big thing here. Um, I know particularly in the city in which I live, they're looking at a program to try and do a program like this. And they're very concerned about they should have more police training. But you're saying no, they are the yeah, eyes. Also... And I think, you know, that in, I think in Europe, we don't have like personal weapons at home. So within police, not everyone carries something. It's like we try to use less violence here. So that's like a big difference, I think. Oh, yes. No, here in, yeah. we can carry weapons on us. It's, in public. To us, it's crazy. <laughs> well, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's but crazy. Also, every time, every time we heard about the gun shootings at schools, we're like, but, but you have weapons. That's the first thing we think about. been season one episode 20 of 24 minutes from 24 hour nation learn more about us at 24hournation.com and on social media at 24 hour nation